the record button has been pressed, so it is time for... Going somewhere. Joel's finding the flow. Like, real philosophical sort of discussions. You know when people get high? <laughs> it's pure Joel. Don't count your fans before the hit. <laughs> but... We hit a flow in the conversation. Um, I think I'm... Open I mean, your mind head. with... I think I'm gonna hit. Finding the flow with Joel Franklin. Today's just little old me, little old me. All right, welcome to another Finding the Flow with Joel, episode 33, I think. 33, which is 3 times 11, which is also, um, I don't know, uh, I guess I guess that's it. <laughs> Oh man, I just remember uh when Chris would get pissed that I I tried to make something out of the numbers. 33. What does it mean? Not much. Um it it just means that I'm one number farther, one week farther along. It's exciting stuff, isn't it? So, um welcome y'all. Uh I was trying to make a flow moment, but uh it just hasn't worked out. I actually Funny enough, I think I made myself sick from doing a flow moment. I'd like uh, you to experience this with me and maybe let me know if it's just me or if it's not. But um, I think I got a little seasickness when I started hearing this these tones coming from my synthesizer game, the DX uh, core game, uh, So, or DS. So I'm going to play this, and I'm going to tell you when I've gotten to the point where I feel the most nauseous. I think it's like octaves lower than than it really is meant to be. And yeah, it just makes me feel sick. So let me know. Does that make you feel sick? <laughs> so yeah, I actually do feel a little sick from it. Uh, but I, I'm slowly getting better. Uh, getting better because I'm thinking about all the replies for you guys on all your lovely podcasts we've had this week. Um, Chris and Scott had that funny little thing in the beginning. Actually, in the beginning, I wasn't sure, you know, when you don't know what's going on right away, like, it's it's funny when the, how long it takes sometimes between really getting what's happening. And so um, I thought it was Chris doing a voice, but then I was like, God, Chris is really putting on a voice that I've never been seen heard him able to pull off before. It like like it didn't sound like him. Then I was like thinking, wait, that isn't Chris. And then slowly it was like, that's Scott. Um and also there was one point at the end where like Scott was putting on this this cute this funny accent and uh I can't remember where when it was, but it was like somewhere right near the last two sentences. It like became Scott, like obviously Scott, like all of a sudden I was like, Oh, 
now I really, really hear the scat there. But, um, but uh, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Good, good, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just liked Chris's energy this week. Um, he, uh, <laughs> asked, asked, uh, specifically, specifically about, um, sports. I think that was what, um, that was what Scott was trying to get at. He was trying to f- remember what Chris, Chris asked specifically to reply to. See, unless you're on that, that like notes stuff, like you're never gonna, you're never going to be able to remember something specific like that, but I happen to be able to write down a note. And so, uh, um, Chris asked, what did we think about organized sports? I believe he mentioned the big four, uh, the big, big four being, um, let's see the big four being baseball, football, no, uh, baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. And, um, yeah, I think my opinion on that is that I I am a, I'm a fan of sports when I'm like in that scenario, but I don't seek it out as much unless it is uh my home team or whatever. Uh Chris was saying something similar about the Bills. But then again, there's also a little bit of a like jazz it's similar to jazz jazz most people don't appreciate jazz unless they really understand what's going on or have played it before. So it's an interesting thing where it's like not almost not innately entertaining. It's more entertaining when you are able to relate to it, I think. But the big four, basketball, football, uh, hockey, and um, baseball, those are all the main sports that most people have played and or like the main sports that have relatively higher entertainment value as, as far as spectator going on. So (laughs) that was a pretty, I don't know. I don't know what you want to call it, but it just kind of sounded like a blah, like, um, logical reasoning for my, uh, what sports means to me. <laughs> okay, now over over to Dan. Um joke therapy not is is not I wasn't trying to make a trick. I think my biggest deal with with um joke therapy was was that I was maybe looking more just for therapy therapy. Maybe joking I think the part that made me try to to make that is that connection was that you know, I know that when you when you know when f- like the it seems like the acceptance the point of acceptance for any sort of hard event or something that's a struggle seems to be when you're able to joke about it um but that is definitely an art and so so it's not it's not necessarily a trick it's just maybe i was looking for like <laughs> i mean obviously it's not like any of us are like joke artists. I mean, the, the real, uh, comedians make the mistake all the time of, of bringing forth controversial subjects and, uh, um, you know, bringing forth controversial subjects and, 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 you know, too soon or whatever. But the, the ones that know the timing just right are the ones that, that are really good. And so I, 
I don't know what I was trying to, to, to figure, but I just figured that, like, ultimately when you joke about something, it makes it less powerful, and so I thought that that possibly could translate into us trying to, you know, uh, get um, rid of some of our insecurities. And so maybe, how about this? I will reverse it. Yeah. Maybe I don't I don't know maybe not but maybe maybe joke therapy can work as if I joke about my my own insecurities. Yeah, I'll try that for next time. All right, I'll joke about my own insecurities. See if that works. But I I totally understand. I mean, it's obviously like like trying to do that correctly without hurting anyone's feelings or or causing like ends of friendships would be ridiculous. And um, yeah. I I just um I'm sorry for for bringing that forward without really really um thinking of the possible consequences. <laughs> though though I think I think I don't know. I think if you if you would have given it to me, I would have been pretty pretty thick-skinned and like able to use it as a tool, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh you never know with that sort of shit. Um, anyways, uh, on to Scott, Scott, um, uh, he was talking about, um, his new back album as well as he was talking about Arcade Fire and how he's kind of over listened to it and, uh, over, over listened to it, binged on it in a sense. And uh, I thought that was interesting. I almost wonder if it's a new phenomena. I think most of us do that now. I do it. Scott does it. I wonder if it's a, a thing. Because music has become so uh, accessible, maybe. I guess, yeah, maybe maybe that's, that's the reason. But, uh, like, we, you know, used to have to go to the cool record place to have it, you know, especially before there was online stuff um, or any anybody local. Like, to to really have a huge variety to listen to, you know, or you'd have to listen to the radio. Um, so, I just think it's it's probably partially part of the this thing is so that so that you can that music new music is coming around all the time because there's so many people that want to make music so many people that are good at making music and uh and now there's so many avenues to listen to it and uh so so basically you can't really spend too much time on an album anymore right like um if you listen to something like um, once or twice, and then then like you you, I don't know. Go on. I mean, you could maybe put it in a if you're a mix listener or whatever. But I'm an album listener, and uh, you know, if you don't um keep on listening, you might be swept off into something else. But I mean, there's just so much music out at the same time. I I don't know. It just makes it so that my relationship is just like kind of like you binge on one that really strikes you to the point where you you don't you can't listen to it anymore cuz you've just you've over listened to it 
and you can step back to it once in a while but i mean really it's just that it's it's a it's a moment in time where that clicked just then and then it's gone you know um i don't know how often i i go back to some of those uh some of that music that i've that i've started listening to in that way i don't really know so so any, anyways i just think that's interesting i i wonder if if you guys listen to music like that now um then there is uh well that's it for replies um so on to philip seymour hoffman i uh yeah definitely like like there's a few times when you hear someone die and it's just like kind of like whoa you know like like that guy i really like that guy uh he wasn't that old you know kind of like holy shit you know like like a an icon i don't, I don't know how to explain it like like he was spe- specifically you know caught my eye all every time i he was on uh, in a movie and I think most people have that kind of experience. He was he was like an amazing behind the scenes did amazing no matter what his character was, made characters like yeah, I I don't know. He he was he was so uniquely awesome and to think of him getting caught up into that uh I don't know kind of it seems like a, a, a particular, a strange sort of hell with, with drugs where your chemistry becomes so off whack that you can't feel good. You can't, you know, you can't even feel normal. You can't even feel like level unless you have the drug, you know, like headaches and stuff like that. So... I don't even know. It just, it's maybe my speechlessness is a part of what what makes it so so striking is that it's just like it just caught me off like it was a sucker punch. And uh but I I'm not going to say too much cuz like I would never do him justice cuz I, I justice because I just I just appreciate what his characters and film roles. I don't know him at all. I had no idea about his struggle with drugs or anything. But I was I'm just impressed uh with how well he like everyone was saying how well he kept it together. I mean, jeez, you know. Um so so uh it's it's a it's a loss. It's definitely a loss. And it's uh always a, a kind of a has to bring to consciousness that there there's that that world out there very there uh i mean listening to mark Marin, the wtf that you you get a good taste of that world i mean there's always like a some sort of story along with that and and uh Marin had his own troubles and um and it's just interesting to hear everyone's story and some, some you know pl- playing that game um have you heard about this Bitcoin stuff? Shit, man, that's kind of uh, that's that's it's weird. 
like um it gets me thinking i don't i don't know if anyone really heard about this but this is a new internet currency that's kind of like has international like um i don't i don't like it's it's uh it's based on the internet and so so it has no no international currency it's just a currency based off the internet so anyone in the world can use it and it has value because people say it does in a sense but it's also got value because of people running servers uh and the servers are kind of like doing calculations which is based upon you know world economics or whatever and for all the, every bit of server space that it takes or something like that increases the value it's it's a very interesting and um rogan had had uh, one of the uh, Bitcoin aficionados on maybe five or six episodes ago, and he really explained it um, uh, through and through, and and it's it's a very interesting concept, and it and for me it really got me thinking about money in general. Uh, money is like it has basically lost its meaning, I guess, because most most people I think have have some sort of impression about the the fact that money is re- supposed to represent uh a equal value of worth that's somewhere and so for instance they like the fort something where they have a bunch of bricks of gold is supposed to equal the amount of money cash is out there but um a backed up dollar or whatever and that has been not true for a long time and so money is just basically a a uh it's kind of similar to what what bitcoin is it's its value is based upon what what people will pay for it <laughs> it's it's what we all um accept to be the value of it and so it just always seemed like like it's it's a concept that that I don't know maybe I don't know how old the concept is but I mean money seems to exist in for forever it seems to be it makes sense to use it but I don't know I mean I the more and more I think about it I think that man money like paper money it is it is so temperamental I mean you cannot like if you put a money in a in a briefcase and put it in a i don't know in a safe in the wall it's going to be losing value every day it's in there you know and that that's the part that's that's like that's the game that i i don't like so basically means that you got to kind of know your shit to like really know how to keep your money from not even just depreciating in value um it really makes me feel like you know i don't want to save my money because i uh i wouldn't know what to do to to you know have the money like uh keep up with value i should i should just buy things that have value that will increase if i you know if i sell it or whatever i don't even know what those things might be but i mean um it's weird money is weird um 
so I've been thinking about what can I do as an alternative to money and uh and I thought, well, is there some sort of food that could uh that could last forever and um i i I don't know i i mean I keep on hearing like I used to think there were, but I guess now I've hear that like like bottled things and canned things and whatever they don't last that long, you know they last a long time, but they don't last forever so so that kind of puts it puts it out, out out of an option like maybe f- money could be some sort of food food item like uh money could be cookies that'd be kind of cool you know but but just to think that money is essentially some representation of gold that too i mean gold you know hoarding gold like think about some some like a person hoarding gold in the, in, a, in a room somewhere like George McDuck or whatever, or Scrooge McDuck. I mean, what is the, uh, what is the real value of that? I mean, gold has like, like value as a metal, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice, a nice malleable working metal. But besides that, like, in your essential, if you had nothing on earth, what would be more valuable, a, a hoard of, of gold or a hoard of, of uh, bite-sized sandwiches? <laughs> I mean, I, I, would, I, would, uh, I would go for the bite-sized sandwiches at that point, and I'd try to make them last. <laughs> but, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, what, like, like, let's solve this problem. We got to make money into something that is inherently value from it. It's like, like, um, I mean, pennies in a sense, gold. No, no, no. I mean that that's, that's just going down the same route. I mean, like what do we, we need something that has value that to like a person in the middle of nowhere um with with no resources we need something that has value like that but it's also light as paper or maybe it doesn't have to be light as paper but i mean i'm just saying like you know a 100 dollar bill or something worth a 100 dollars shouldn't be you know so big that you uh can't fit it in your in your house or whatever or like a hundred dollars shouldn't weigh, you know, like fifty pounds. You know what I'm saying? Low energy Joe. Low energy Joe. Okay. All right. Let's talk about uh, net neutrality. Um, have you heard about this? That they're starting to um, consider a type of internet where you have to pay for. All of the access that we have now, that um, like there's going to be certain tiers of internet, and and so um, T I E R tiers, and so there's going to be maybe the cheapest internet's only going to be able to do the main websites like Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, whatever, and then um, and then the more you pay, the more more packages you get kind of kind of like cable i guess um and how many out there think that this is bullshit 
the internet needs to be what it is always. We've had the um, we've tasted this this uh, this light this this fountain of information this uh, life force and we will not let it go. We will not let it let it be taken from us again. Or not again, but we will not let this be taken from us because we know what it's like to have complete internet freedom for a reasonable price. <sighs> Man, so so I just hope this um, whole net neutrality battle battle we we gotta you know put our voices forward. I I I'm just it's it's scary to me. I don't want them to fuck with my internet. All right, so. Then we got um got a war game idea. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna save that for later. Um Sugar is our first addiction. Okay. Another food talk for you guys. So once again, food. And specifically things like sugar, but like food in general. Food is the big weird weirdest addiction i think that any everyone's got because it's like it's like saying that you're addicted to air right you know i mean you it it does it doesn't make sense cuz cuz uh, you, you need ox, you need air to survive you need oxygen to survive so um so so i mean uh food is is a tough battle because there are like the most inherent things. Now this is getting down to like like uh, the the major you know hierarchy of survival, and so food is like pretty much number one. Food and shelter, and so um, to imagine that that could also be the same thing that could that could lead to addictions is crazy. But in our lives, it is. We aren't getting enough exercise all the time that we can just eat our brains out whenever we want. And food is not as scarce enough to so that we can eat our brains out all at once. So now, we can get that fucking food high anytime we want. And that is how we get into this pattern where we never get really hungry because anytime we can eat, we will eat. We snack all the time. We will not, you know, stuff ourselves maybe at dinner, but then we will eat every hour afterwards. We'll have a piece of cheese here, a cracker there, a potato chip there, you know. Um, and uh, And then what we eat, you know, and our main courses are just as gigantic and filling and everything. Um, it's that, it's like trying, you know, I mean, a lot of people call it like trying to fill emptiness. And I think that's kind of half of what it is, you know. It's that you want to do something that makes you feel good right now, you know. You can't have time where you're not doing something that makes you feel good that's the sort of atti- attitude at some point or the of the addictive attitude you feel like i want to be feeling better than i am right now always and so you want to eat whenever you got a chance because it's just so such an easy high 
that chewing and that swallowing and that tasting and everything. And I, for me personally, I eat so fast uh, that it, it's it's sad. It's sad. It's it, how how much it's like me fighting an addiction. Um, just looking at me, seeing a, a a plate of something that I'm savoring, and I'm super hungry, and then I just raw plow through it, even though I could tell you that I love the taste and I love the 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 process, but I will I will just gobble it right up. I'll just gobble it right up because I just it's a, it's a part of me. It's savage, man. I'm a savage man. But I also know we're all savage, and we all, it's very hard to fight that that part of us that just wants that pleasure all the time. And food is one of those that you can get away with because you always need, you need food, and you got to have food. You can, you can run out of beer, and, and people can say, you know, like, why don't you steer clear of that for a while? But food, you're going to have to go back to it eventually. Who wants to fucking eat carrots all day? Uh, but you can. It uh, if you if you get into the habit of just eating it all the time, it's, it's crazy how quickly you can get like kind of kind of used to it and everything. You're not not craving nothing, but man, when you're in it, you are in it, and you crave, boy. You crave, boy. Okay, so. Uh, that that's all for my like um kind of like no personal things but as far as personal stuff goes um we're going to go over to NYC Monday through Thursday this week we're able to get some time off and we're going to do a little little shadowing over there work along whatever um get a taste for it but uh things are moving along and it's it's pretty cool and I'm I'm glad thank you for all the the positive encouragement out there. Um, things are changing. The winds are blowing. And we are sailing on. So, uh, I hope you had some fun here. <laughs> Man. I'm going to have to chop this up to see what I can make out of it. Very interesting energy coming from me tonight. <laughs> See y'all later.